it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we're even doing it an hour and a half early because we have the combo play today with Mason and Ireland later on. But why is Alex Smith hot? Not just because he's a good-looking guy, (laughs) but because he went off on Tom Brady. So Tom Brady, last week we covered this when Andy was in, uh, he went off saying that the NFL is mediocre, that it's just... It's gone downhill since he left. He did the whole, they should put flags on these guys. Right? Yeah, exactly. He was being very old man. He's trying on his personality, as Andy <laughs> like to say. So, uh, Alex Smith was on the pregame show on NFL Live for uh, the NFL yesterday, and this is what he had to say in response. Also, while on the desk with two former Patriots and Rex Ryan, who will prove to be um, important to a statement. First off, he hasn't been retired that long. He was just playing. Like, he just won a Super Bowl in the current game. Like, is he discounting that one? Um, and then my, my biggest complaint with this, and, and no offense to you guys, well, all three of you guys, uh, he played in the most uncompetitive division, I think, in NFL history. I mean, you come out of training camp, the biggest cupcake division, you got a ticket to the playoffs right away. Like, talk about mediocre. I, I, I completely disagree with this. So where's the lie? I don't think he was lying. I think Alex Smith nailed it, and I give him credit for saying it in front of Rex Ryan, who coached in that division against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. It was a weird flex for Brady because if this came from – I don't know, Joe Montana or John Elway or Dan Marino or one of these guys, guys that, that were distanced from the yeah, league from for the eighties and nineties. Yep. In a different sure, generation. Tom Brady played last year mm. and and was in the playoffs. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl the playoffs. two years prior to that. They nearly upset the Rams the year after that. Tom Brady the the reason you can't hit the quarterback anymore is in large part because they didn't want Tom Brady to get hit. And for him to all of a sudden come in and say that, oh, this isn't the way that it's supposed Back to be. Back in my day. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really weird deal, and he's right about the AFC East. It's been dreadful forever. Here's the only problem with the comment on the AFC East and the Patriots. They'd go on, make the playoffs, had to beat teams in the playoffs, had to obviously – take care of business against the NFC in the Super Bowl, that I get it that the division wasn't all that good, but usually you'd get exposed in the playoffs if the division was that bad when Unless you start you playing good teams. Unless you have a super easy ride, you don't get banged up, you, you don't have, have the number to, one overall you, You're spot. always playing at home because you're advantages, always the top seed. There's advantages, but in the NFL, it's also very easy to lose in the playoffs. It is. That's why they didn't win it every year, but I, I think generally speaking, his criticism That's of the fair AFC on the division. East I, I get that. six is a cupcake fair wins every year. You do, but they at least... It's not like they'd get to the playoffs and no. they'd fold shop every year because of that. Yeah, unlike the Ravens. All right, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with who's Who do you hate more, the Ravens or Josh Allen? Uh, this year, because Aaron Rodgers <laughs> isn't playing, uh, I do think that— Or the guy okay. you sat next to on to, the airport. To derail this. On the plane. Uh, I, I have respect for Ravens in the season, though I want the Steelers to beat their butts every time. But I have no respect for the Ravens when they get to the postseason because they haven't done anything with Lamar Jackson. That's just that. That's Josh fair. Allen also he does not win the big games. He's zero and six in overtime. They changed the overtime rules for Josh Allen, and he still hasn't won an overtime game. So that's my well. He wasn't bit. the one responsible for not tackling Jalen Hurts, but yesterday. he was the person responsible for not throwing the ball to Gabe Davis, who was wide open. All right. So anyway, who's cold? Who did and now time up? for who's cold? Commonwealth clash. All right, so the Commonwealth Clash, for those of you who are from here and not from Virginia, is between Virginia and Virginia Tech. Okay, so it's every year, and no matter what, if for, for me, as a Virginia fan, it doesn't matter what happens in the season. If they beat Virginia Tech, it's a winning season. They have only beaten Virginia Tech once in 25 years. That's unreal. 2019, oh Bryce gosh. Perkins. It was great. I was so happy. So, <laughs> Virginia Tech beats Virginia 55-17. to 17. Complete beatdown, and it was, it, was, it was hard to watch. So, after the game, uh, handshakes, go to the locker room, celebrate in the locker room. Virginia Tech's like, actually, let's go take a photo out in the field on the logo of Virginia. <laughs> so, they walk out, take the logo, um, 
sit down, and then the sprinklers go off because I don't know. If sure, it's, it's UVA, a coincidence. Obviously, coincidence. Well, it's the on a timer. Pre- <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's on. so the sprinklers are going off, probably to shoo them off the field. But instead, they still take the photo, and it's even a harder photo now. So that's what's cold is the Commonwealth Clash. Th- this is one of the few times where everybody kind of wins, right? Other than Virginia getting killed fifty. What did you say, fifty-five, 55 to, 17 to seventeen, or whatever? Yeah, fifty-five. Not so much a win there, but I like that Virginia Tech's like, yeah, we killed you. And we're going to go take the picture. I like that UVA turned the water on on them. And I like that Virginia Tech's like, we don't give a damn. We're still taking the picture. That, it's a win across the board. Also, to Virginia Tech, football is the only thing you guys beat us in. We beat you guys. Everything <laughs> yeah, else, we football beat is your this butts weekend. and everything. So here's the one thing that you said, I think most important in the, in the beginning. It probably made that picture so much better. Yeah. And we're talking about it more because of that. I'm a. Well, you're talking about it because of me, but <laughs> but the tech won. They won that one. I love pettiness. I, I just it's it's tremendous. And when it does, when it kind of backfires a little bit like that, it's even better. I, I that that should be hot for everybody. That they should be. We should double hot. Who's hot? Who's cold? Brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call eight three 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 NextGen or visit NextGen Air and Plumbing. Com. So the reason we have the combo play today, Slee, is Lakers in Philly taking on uh, Joel Embiid. Lakers 10-7 and seven through their first 17 games. Yeah. And I, I, I want to like pull way back from this, right? And and the, they are 10-7 and seven through 17 games. I think, generally speaking, there's been some valleys. There's been some, hey, what the heck are you guys doing with minutes? But 10-7 and seven through 17 games, Lakers are in a pretty good – it's weird. They're in seventh place in the West, so that's not what you're looking for. But – Considering that they've been limited all season long, they haven't been whole for any part of the season, yeah. that they're on the right side of 500 by three games after 17 games, I think is a really good sign for the Lakers. Does a combo plate have gravy? Yours doesn't. We got to get that corrected in that household there. They've won seven of nine, too. So I think that they started three and five. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, the three and five start, you and I are kind of standing there and we're like, you know, I think they're, they're supposed to be a lot better than this. I, I don't think there's – did what? Some of these role players just forget how to play? I mean, it's not like they're asking these guys to do anything crazy. Austin Reeves, the what are we doing with Austin Reeves? Then they decide early on in the season, we're going to bring him off the bench. It's like, wow, okay, well, that was a quick adjustment. They win that game at Phoenix. Um, they've won seven of nine. Let me give you a good example from Saturday's game. Saturday's game, you had no Cam Reddish – no Jared Vanderbilt, no Gabe Vincent, no Rui Hachimura. I'm not telling you that they lost Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, and, yeah. and Gary Payton, um, but those players are useful to the Lakers. They're all rotation guys. All rotation guys. Cam's been starting for the Lakers. So you're missing some pieces. You go on the road, you start a four-game road trip. I did not think they were going to win the game against the Cavs, and how they won that game was interesting to me. Because if I told you that Lakers are on the road and Braun does not have a good game, Braun was one of nine from the three-point line, took some shots that I thought was going to actually lose them the game. I'd say, okay, well, Lakers probably got their ass kicked. If Braun didn't play well, they probably got their ass kicked. Seven guys in double figures. They only suited up eight. They went on the road. Anthony Davis was phenomenal. He's great. 32-13, three blocks, everything else. I think 10-7 and is a really good record for them. And, and And... There have been some games, you know, some head scratchers and some losses that you kind of question or they get off to such poor starts. Before Thanksgiving, they had a game on Wednesday and they did the same thing. They're down 14 or 16 at the half. It's like, again, they come all the way back in the fourth quarter, should have actually won that game, ended up losing. They still have plenty of moments where you're wondering what the hell's going on. But I think as the dust is starting to settle and you're starting to kind of see, okay, I know that player is going to come off the bench. I know these guys are going to be the starters. They still have so many question marks around the team. They still haven't seen a lot of these players together. Ten and seven, I think, is a good record for them. The daily on the Lakers to me is far less interesting than the the where are we it, it, through. You know what I mean. The, the macro is more interesting than the micro because of what you said, Slee. That the macro is you've been missing guys all season long. You just played incredibly shorthanded in Cleveland, and your best player had a bad night. Still won the game. Like the, the the macros of this, I think, are trending in the right direction. Don't look at the seventh place. Look at who have you had and what are the results. The who you've had is 
kind of a mixed bag. Guys have been in and out of, other than LeBron and AD, guys have been in and out of the lineup, and you're on the right side of 500. As the guys start to come back, the, the Vincents and the Vanderbilts and the Hachimuras and all these guys that are missing time start to come back, you have the moments that whatever it'll take a, a week or two or maybe a little bit to finally figure out which pieces fit best with the other pieces, what are the rotations. If this is as bad as they're going to be, and not that they've been bad, but if this is their floor, yeah. they're in a really good spot because they are going to get better. They are going to get healthier. They are going to understand how to play with each other a little bit better as the as the season progresses. So even at three and five is more like, okay, this isn't great, but let's see. The the, the graph is pointed up. I, it's not a super steep graph at this point, but I like where they are, generally speaking. I didn't love where they were two weeks ago. I think they've improved noticeably mm-hmm. in that two weeks. And with all the pieces that are ultimately going to come back, I think they're in a pretty darn good spot. It's funny because the standings, I have not really paid any attention to the standings. just too early. And the game they played on Saturday – they're 20% done with the season. Yeah, It's kind of crazy how quick, but they're 20% done with the season. And you look at the standings, they're one game back from third place. Phoenix is 11-6, and six, Lakers are 10-7. and seven. It's literally one game. Mm-hmm. But I think the question is going to come with the Lakers as the season progresses is who's carrying the load? Is it still on LeBron and Anthony Davis every single game? Take AD out of the picture. Is it still on LeBron every yeah. game? And if if we're sitting here a month from now, and they're relatively in a similar spot, a few games above 500, wherever they are, but Braun is still doing what he has to do and still having to put in 35 minutes a game, I think if there's any time to justify playing Braun big minutes, it's only in the beginning of the season because you still know you have a lot of runway left. But that's the one area I think we both agree with. How much they've had to use him has been a problem. However, with that being said... Um, you get six, seven guys that are contributing. They're not losing many games if they have that many guys contributing. They've had that. And if you can get the version of Anthony Davis that you got in Cleveland frequently, I, I, he's not going to give it to you every night. That's just not realistic. Yep. That's not – look, even Giannis doesn't do that every night, right? This, this was the highest level that AD gets to. But if you can get that frequently, if you can get that tonight against Embiid. Joel Embiid, if you can get that, you know, instead of one out of every five or six games, get it one out of every three or four. It's just those little incremental improvements, they're in a really good spot. So, so they're, they're going – unless, you know – LeBron's course, health no. is that, the big one. Of AD's course. health is the big one. They're in a good spot. Like I, I look at them like they're going to be all right. They're going to be in the mix when it comes time to start the playoffs with this group playing like this. And at that point, it's up to LeBron and AD to go nuts. I, I wouldn't, you know, whether Laker fans want to hear this or not, I don't think they put this roster together with if they got to make adjustments, they're going to make adjustments by the trade deadline. They have a lot of options because no contract out there is like, oh my gosh, you can't move that. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. So I think they'll also be able to kind of clean up around the edges. But you were just saying about Anthony Davis, and I think this is what makes the matchup fun against Joel Embiid. I know what Embiid's going to do. Embiid's yeah. going to end up with 32 and 12 and three block shots and probably five assists. That's, That's what he does. Literally, his average is very similar to that. The question more is going to be, is AD going toe-to-toe with this guy or not? And I can use the last two games as a great example. Dallas Mavericks and the Lakers on Wednesday. AD took 10 shots. He didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. AD against the Cleveland Cavaliers... They get blown out if AD doesn't have the type of game that he had. That's kind of the the perfect example there of every single night you're a little bit hesitant. I don't hesitate with Joker and Embiid no. well, and Giannis guys. and Braun and tier. these guys. It's the, he, he's, it's he's the next in the next tier. tier. He's just it, we we were hopeful he'd be in the tier, the top one. All those guys you mentioned, he's not. He occasionally plays like that, but he doesn't live up there yeah he lives in that next tier which is the very very yep. good tier as opposed to the the great tier the mvp tier he's just one tier below like that three bed he lives in a three bed two bath house very nice house <laughs> it's a great spot on a golf course it's, it's great yeah. it, you know great. you got a you got a code to get through the gate yep. you, there's, there's not a guy there that's going to check you no. out, but there is a little keypad that and you he is on the hill he's it, overlooking it has uh, got a compound a gate yeah, yeah he's got a compound you got to go through several layers to get to his spot the chargers lose again and I'll give him credit for this. 
They're very creative when it comes to finding ways to look ridiculous. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And big news, NextGen is the official AC heat and plumbing company of Southern California sports fans. That's right. NextGen, absolutely the best in the biz, and thousands of five-star reviews online to prove it, including mine. And right now, you can get a 28-point full heat and AC safety inspection and tune-up, just $44. That's right, only $44 to ensure that your system stays running strong all year long, and they'll even throw in a free air filter at no charge. This week, it's going to be cold, right? So you're going to need to run your heat. Next week, it could be back in the 80s again. You got the air conditioning on. This is why you got to get somebody out there to make sure that your system is running at its best. If you got a slow drain in the house, how about a drain cleaning with camera inspection? Also, just $44. Here's how you do it. You call 833-3-NEXTGEN. That's 833 833- Three N E X G E N and say goodbye to your AC heating or plumbing problems. Call eight three 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 Next Gen or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com to schedule online. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yes, indeed we do. Caller number seven is Robert Fuentes in Bellflower. Robert, congratulations. Thank you. All right, so here's how it works. You give us your prediction for the Super Bowl, both the two teams and the score that you think it's going to be, and you have a chance to win a million bucks. So, Robert Fuentes from Bellflower, what is your Super Bowl prediction? Baltimore, 31, and uh, Niners, 27. All right, so we got a Baltimore Ravens, 31, San Francisco 49ers, 27. We got that right? Yes, correct. All right, there you go. Congratulations, Robert, and good luck with your Super Bowl prediction. Thank you for playing Million Dollar Mondays. And just for playing, you win two tickets to SoFi Stadium for a game. That's Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. Baltimore, San Francisco. Yep. Yeah, that, Baltimore. Baltimore. Gonna get, not I get there. think the last couple of weeks. Hates the Ravens. She hates them. She hates them. <laughs> I have reasons to hate the Ravens. <laughs> no, that's that's a fair one. I think Baltimore, I think they've been picked two weeks in a row now. So they're starting to work their way into our mm-hmm. uh, our Super Bowl picks. I want to say, and em, fact check me on this, I think all four division leaders in the AFC are eight and three. There's like there is a four horse race for the number one seed in the AFC. Jacksonville is eight and three. Baltimore Baltimore's is eight nine and three. And three. Baltimore, okay. Baltimore's nine and three. Yeah. Uh, Miami, I believe, is eight and three. And who am I forgetting? The West and the Chiefs are, Chiefs. are yeah, eight and nine eight and three. three. Yeah. So it is a dead heat for that top. How weird would it be if a team like Jacksonville lands that top? Because think about oh. it. You play a bunch of division games down the stretch. Their division is eh, it's okay. Colts, Houston's okay. Texans, Colts okay. Carolina. The Titans are are a bad team. Jacksonville was a first round buy. Did you guys see the end of the game yesterday? The Texans. Oh, oh off yeah. the crossbar. Oh my god. That ball's what six inches further and it goes the, in. And the way they were setting it up too, where um I think they were saying something along the lines. It was Amandola who was kicking it for the Texans. Too. This guy got called a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because the, the other guy got injured. That's yep. why they had Daria Gumbawale kick the kick. Oh, 58, 58, 59, whatever it was. And it was it, a bomb. It was a great kick. It was right down just, just like you a said, half yard inches, short. Inches. A half so, yard short. I don't know if Robert Fuentes is uh, up to this conspiracy theory, but there's a conspiracy theory in the NFL script Yes, that every year – so we have a logo for the for the Super Bowl already. So every year the logo is 
premiered and you now recently there has been a mix of colors that are featured in the logo. In the past few years, it just so happens. Last two, year's was green and red. Yes. The last Chiefs two teams that make it in mm. have colors. Year before that, yellow and or- orange. Yeah, yellow and orange, which is <laughs> Rams and Bengals. So <laughs> this year's logo has purple a and like a reddish, in there. reddish pink. And that could be the Niners, Niners and the Ravens. So maybe, who knows? Maybe Robert is a conspiracy theorist the when it comes to NFL here. Super Bowl matches. But it matches. does stop this year because the Ravens aren't going to do it. The AFC is not very good. And, and, and I, don't, I don't mean that there's, there, there isn't the a Chiefs. heavyweight. Like right now there are two heavyweights in the NFC, right? That the Eagles and the, the Niners, Niners yep. are, are clearly the two best teams in the NFC. Dallas and, and, Balt, and uh, Detroit on that second tier. Mm-hmm. But is there anybody? Is is it still the Chiefs because they have Patrick Mahomes? Because the rest of the AFC all feels uh, like it's kind of the same. Look okay, so at, um, the Texans too. CJ Stroud, if they get if they get in, look out. But but think about what you were just saying about Baltimore, which actually she said fourteen times during the show. <laughs> that today, she hates them. That she has no faith that they can do it in the playoffs. That I think more people are just going to lean towards the Chiefs because. I've seen that, right? They've done it. You're not wrong about C.J. Stroud. You're not wrong about there are other teams out there. Maybe Jacksonville can be the team. But ultimately, when the dust settles, you just end up going with what you've seen uh, has got there before. And as great as the Ravens are, they're going to have to win playoff games with Lamar Jackson and make you believe and think that, yeah, they can represent If the they AFC. get it at home, I think that's a big deal. If they don't have to go to KC or even go to Miami or one of those other teams that – you know, may get the number one overall seed. If Baltimore can get that, I think it helps them They've a lost little bit. Before. I know all beatable. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but no, I know but, Tennessee but, beat them a couple yeah, years no, ago. Yeah. But I, I do think that's one of those teams. Weather factor. Like if Baltimore has yeah. to come in there. Kansas City, not so much by the cold, but honestly, it, Denver, like too. If, if I don't trust them really, but I could, I could see them knocking off someone they're not supposed to in the postseason. Of all the teams, of all the teams in the AFC. If I subtract what happened, what's happened in the past in the playoffs, I would take Baltimore. Yeah, they would, look the best. They, they, they're a complete team. You know what I mean? Counterpoint. Mm-hmm. They didn't look very good last night. They didn't. They looked they, okay. They, 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 they had some turnovers. They should have won that game by three touchdowns, mm-hmm. and they didn't. They needed a late touchdown to ultimately end up winning by ten. But. San Diego. The Chargers kept giving the ball. The Chargers had four turnovers. Yep. Chargers had penalties. And where they had the turnovers. It's it's so funny to me that think think about the Chargers, who we we all agree have a ton of talent. They got a a, a really good quarterback. They've got Keenan a pair Howard. of good wide receivers. Austin Eckler got a good running back. You've got mm-hmm. Bosa. You've got Derwin James. You've got uh, uh, Khalil James. Mack. You've got all this talent. Uh, Gerald Everett, who they're tight end, good player. I mean, maybe not an All Pro, but he's a functional player. One week they lose because they give up 500 yards. One week they lose because their coach is a blockhead and does something stupid. Another week they lose because they turn it over four times. Another week they lose because they take a bad intentional grounding penalty. Another week they lose because they can't block anybody up front. They take an unfortunate penalty. Like Never has a team with more talent found more ways to blow games because if this were just one problem – you say, look, they're. I'm just making some. Their offensive line is no good. They can't protect him. It doesn't work. But and and you can't fix five guys in the middle of a season. That's not what this is. Every week, it's a new way to blow a game, and it's a lot of times undisciplined. It's a lot of times poorly coached. These are all head coach problems. Of These are they all are. culture yeah. problems. Yeah. And that Staley is. They have the second worst. They are in fifteenth place. In the AFC, only the New England Patriots have won fewer games. That's unforgivable. And okay. I think that the sorry the Bills are a different thing. They they keep on finding ways to lose, but it's not like they're losing kind of the same way each time. It's not. It's There's kind of bad theme. luck. There's yeah. a theme to it. I I think with the Chargers, and you you hear this. I know everybody says this. Good teams find ways to win. Bad teams finds finds way to uh, lose. But I think the way you just described it. I don't know how they're going to lose every week. <laughs> You're right. Right? Like, think of the last game. Was the game before the Ravens, who'd they lose to? They lost to the Packers. Mm-hmm. The game before that was the Lions in that shootout. The Lions had 500 yards of offense. But it was 41 to 38. Yeah. Okay, well, the Packers, or I'm sorry, the Ravens yesterday only had 10 points. Now, yeah. a lot of it you can say, well, the turnovers and the red zone and everything else, but that I think is the part that 
they find ways to lose. Every single week, they're going to be creative. Every single week, they're going to throw it. They lost that way, and they lost this way, and they lost that way. And I think it does ultimately come down to even take Staley out of the mix for a quick second. Nobody walking into this season, if you're a Charger fan or you're just somebody that's watching NFL football, thought Staley's the right guy for the Chargers. Here they are wasting another year. They're four and seven now on the season and nothing's really changed. I don't even want to take Andy Reid or or you know Mike Tomlin or one of these guys. You know, the Pete Carrolls. I'm not even gonna just think if you had Doug Peterson coaching that team. Think if you had uh, uh, Sean Payton coaching this team. Think of, you know, Sean, Sean McVay is an extreme example, but just give NFL competence, right? And Sean McVay and, and all these guys, they know what they're doing. Payton's and, the right example because Payton they, wanted to come to, know. to the Chargers. That, and, and, that's the right example. And they got a, the, the Chargers, excuse me, the Broncos were 1-5, gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins. They've won five games in a row. That is, that is an unbelievable testament to the culture to the tenacity and to the leadership we're not giving up we're not giving up we're not we're not doing this we're going to continue to get better the chargers have talent all over the place and they get worse year to year that if you just had the most average nfl coach in the league just the most basic guy they're probably six and five or something like that probably four and seven right now i wouldn't even think they're a little better than that yeah they got one of the best court at least when you watch Herbert, he runs, he throws, he's tough. Like it's like, why aren't they winning all these games? And they're the second worst team in the conference, and he's still there. But you are, you are right about Baltimore did not look great yesterday. No, they didn't, and they found a way to win against the Chargers. And, and I'm not even saying, that, but they did. The Chargers gave him the ball four times. They they should have won that game by three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That was a very very sloppy game. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. All right, don't miss the uh, twenty twenty three Subaru Share the Love event happening right now through January second. After this sixteenth year of sharing the love, Subaru, check this. We'll have donated over two hundred eighty five million dollars to charity. Uh, visit my good friends over at Sierra Super Monrovia as they are proudly supporting Foothill Unity Center and the Pavlov Foundation during the Subaru Share the Love event. I-, I know we all know this. This time of the year, it's so important to give back. And uh, Sierra Super Monrovia, one of the things I love most about this partnership, it's all about the community. Yes, they got a wonderful line of cards. Yes, Subaru is a fantastic, fantastic brand. But they give back, and I think that's what's so important, especially this time of the year. But they do it 12 months out of the year. Go to SierraSubaru.com for more information or visit them just off the 210 and 605 freeway. That's SierraSubaru.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey guys, I got a new phone when I was home for oh, Thanksgiving, right. so I'm a new woman, so just watch <laughs> out guys, My I will be taking pictures everywhere. Including Penny the dog. Yes, and t- including my little dog Penny, uh, looking very old right now, but I took a, a picture of her with cinematic mode, um, and it looks, it's a basically cute Basically it looked like Scorsese shot it. <laughs> <laughs> take a picture of gravy by uh, any chance not take any picture of gravy um, so Chris Collinsworth was calling the Thursday uh, the Thanksgiving Day game between the 49ers and the Seahawks and so they were in Seattle and he was telling a story about a mistake that he made at the market so I'm going to play it for you right now I never buy fish right I, but I, you're in the market you say okay I'm going to buy some fish and I'm going to take it home for Thanksgiving so I go in there and I see the thing, this big fish is there and it says $35. I go, well, that's pretty good. That's about the same price as in a restaurant, right? Yeah, $34.99, right yeah, there right. it is. 
So I come out and I, I go, all right, I'll take two. Right. You know, seventy bucks. I got, a, I got, yeah, I thought seventy-two yeah. bucks. Eight hundred dollars. I, I was like per pound. Oh, keyword like, per pound. Yeah, but you can't, you can't go back once you <laughs> said you want two fish. They already got them loaded up. All right, so put yourself in Chris Collinsworth's shoes. You have Chris Collinsworth money. You would do what Chris Collinsworth did. Travis, Fetter Cap. Cap. Even if I had all, even if I had LeBron James money. I'm I'm saying, hold on a second. I've made a mistake. I, I misread the, the the pricing. LeBron money for fish. I, I I do not want two whole fish for eight hundred dollars. I wanted two fillets is what I thought I was getting. And so I, I don't care how much money you have. If you're thinking you're spending seventy and something costs yeah. eight hundred, yeah. I'm stopping them and saying, My fault, unpack it, it's not going down like that. Here's my question. In what universe does he think an entire salmon costs $35? There, a piece of salmon in a restaurant costs $35. One small six-ounce filet costs $35. He thought he's getting the whole fish for $35? Has he never been out before? Okay. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, you. Go, okay, so you, what I was going to say, um, would you do what Chris Collinsworth did? Fact, and let me properly explain this. You'd take the $800 hit? Okay, let, let me... No, no, no. Cap. <laughs> let me let me roundabout... I've been to Pike Market before. And yeah, me too. Awesome, really cool. They throw in the fish. You kind of get caught up in the whole thing. But never in my mind did I think to myself, I'm buying a you know fish or anything along those lines. But let me take it to a much... you know Our day-to-day. And let's say we go to a grocery store. A grocery store is actually a good, great example. I didn't know I bought something that was a lot more expensive than I thought. And I don't care if they pack it, this, that. I don't care if I walk out and I got the receipt. If it's if I don't feel good about it, there's a good chance I'm walking back into that grocery store. I'm giving them the receipt. I'm saying, guys, I made a mistake. Yeah. The packing the fish, that's kind of a different thing because- um, Unpack it. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Like I, I hate to be the guy that does it, but I mistake. have to I'm do it. Sorry. I made a mistake. I, I'm not spending 800 bucks. <laughs> not on salmon. I'm not. Now the right. question of why he thought it was 35. <laughs> that's, a, that's a completely different conversation. Cap. Not even when I go to a restaurant, I get crab or whatever market price. I don't get anything that says market price for right. the same reason. I don't want to drop that kind of money. Two. How the hell am I going to cut that fish when I get home? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How am I going to cut it? I, I how is he how transporting this back to wherever Collins I'm assuming they ship it wherever he goes so back to. Yeah, no idea. Too much money. No, no. <laughs> I, we were at the grocery store one time and I bought a bag of apples, right? Like, you know, th- throw a few in the bag and, yep. and walk over there. And, and the, the checker looks at me and says, I, I'm not trying to get in your business at all, but do you do understand that these apples are $8 a pound, right? They're, they're, they're not labeled very clearly over there. I'm like, they're what? Mm-hmm. And I said, no. She goes, right? And I'm like, I do not no want problem. these I'm apples. No problem. I'm go back and yeah. put and, all and the And she said, back. I'll take care of them for you as well. Because so many people, their their <laughs> bill comes up and they're like, you, oh, you, you, charged me, you charged me $16 for apples. And yeah. they're like, well, yeah, they're $8 a pound. She said, I don't, I don't want $16. I want $3 worth of apples. I, I'm, with, <laughs> I'm with Jorge on this. You got to ask when they, if it's market price, you got to kind of have no problem saying, and what's the price of that? Or we've talked about this. You go get a glass of wine somewhere and they recommend it and they don't tell you a price. I need to know how much this thing costs because we've been too many times where you're like, why would I spend that much on a glass or of wine or whatever? If, even if you want to spend that much money, it's nice to know and not be surprised by it. Yes. Because you still might get it, you know? Yes. If you really want it. Um, right, so this happened on, I believe, Wednesday last week. So it was j- right after the show was finished with the Cambros. So um, this is what Popovich... So the Clippers were playing the Spurs, and Popovich decided to take the mic at one point in time. This is what he said. Excuse me for a second. Pops on Can the we mic. we stop all the boo and let these guys play? It's our own class. It's not who we are. Knock off the boo. All right, so they were booing the Clippers, and they especially Kawhi Leonard, and they booed... Greg Popovich. So, San Antonio has the right to boo Kawhi Leonard in perpetuity because he left them. Al, fact or cap? It's a tough one. I'm going to go fact, but I'll tell you why it's tough for me. It's tough because he won you an NBA championship. Two of them. (laughs) Finals MVP, you know, obviously. um, He was such an integral part. Now, the only thing with the San Antonio Spurs is they had success before he even got there. This is where I guess I'm okay with the booing. I pay for my ticket. 
this just comes with the territory. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to have a good time. If I if if I don't like the effort of my team, if I don't like if there's something I don't like that I'm going to boo, that comes with the territory of sports. So I'm going to go fact. Now, if it was hypothetically, hypothetically, if this was a franchise that's never won before, like the Denver Nuggets have never won an NBA championship. I don't think you could boo Jokic moving forward because it's the only championship that you've ever had. In this situation, I still think at the end of the day, you paid for your ticket. Do whatever the hell you want. Trev? I forget the question exactly. They d- Spurs fans can boo Kawhi Leonard in perpetuity. F- fact. Look, Kawhi Leonard left under bizarre circumstances, and it was never really clearly explained what happened, still, whose fault it was. Uh, it's, still don't know. it's still <laughs> yeah. weird, right? And because Kawhi is... Quiet and who he is, there probably never will be an explanation that's going to be satisfactory to San Antonio fans. As far as they know, he just got tired and he left and he went and he went somewhere else. Fans don't like if Tim Duncan had played the first 16 years of his career somewhere and then left and won and came back, they're not booing Tim Duncan. They're not booing David Robinson. But because Kawhi is yeah, just right. a guy that not booing is Ginobili, un- Tony Parker. He's unknowable. Nobody really knows much about him, so it's hard to have affection for him beyond his athletic accomplishments. And his athletic accomplishments were a long time ago, and people have hard feelings. That's just the way it goes. Jorge? I'm with Alan on this one. You're buying the ticket. You don't have control over what fans are going to do. You guys complain, or John and Michael complain, about a guy who's smoking in there. Whether he's smoking or not, I mean, that's something else. But I've been to Dodger games where we're booing opposing teams. or I've been there where we're booing some of the players that come back. But as a fan, I'm not going to boo somebody, but I'm not going to stop the person next to me and tell him, hey, bro, that's messed yeah. up. Yeah. You know, he came back. Don't boo him. Like, I'm not going to do that. He bought his ticket for whatever price, market price, or mm-hmm. $800, $800 ticket, whatever he paid. <laughs> $34 a pound. Yeah. But I'm not going to stop anybody else from doing it. I'm with you. do that either. All Why? right, so uh, after Auburn lost that heartbreaker to Alabama, at the last second they had a 99.9% chance of winning. And what, didn't rush the quarterback for the final play. What CBS obviously loved to do was do crowd shots, get all the very upset, the crying people, the crying sorority girls as they had their arms around their sorority sisters, I'm assuming. So it's okay to cry when your team loses. Jorge, Fetra Cap. I've done it. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's part of uh, sports. Uh, when Mexico doesn't advance the World Cup, and I you mean every year, every year, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> every four years, Travis, get it right, fool. <laughs> I spent a hundred dollars on a jersey that's not gonna make it into the next round or whatever. So the fourth I, game, it's happened. It's happened, and I've cried. Yeah, Trav, I have not cried. I I don't quite have that level of investment in this, but it. It hurts, and you. I'm more angry and confused yep. when it doesn't go my way than I am sad. I get pissed. I get like I, I want somebody's head on a stick. Mm-hmm. I, whoever decided to rush only two guys instead of the three or four that you're supposed to in that situation, mm-hmm. I'd want to know what the hell that guy was thinking. I want to know what the hell who blanked it up as opposed to just the emotional moment of losing the game. Al? I'm fact on that too, and I. I I fall much more in line with this. I, I fall much more in line of, I'll use uh, Marlon McCree as an example, <laughs> there right? There you go. <laughs> I wasn't going to cry that Marlon McCree decided to return it. I wanted to know. I was so angry at that specific player. I remember Lakers, they won three championships in a row with Kobe and Shaq. And then you just assumed, yeah, that's what they do. They're going to win every year. And Robert Ori took a shot, Lakers down two in San Antonio, and it was game five, so it was a chance for Lakers to go up 3-2, and the shot went in and out. And the Lakers, first time, you're like, oh my God, they're not going to win a championship. And I had two buddies that were hating, just hating. That's what they did. They hated the Lakers, and they hated on me. (laughs) I was so angry, I was ready to fight. I was not emotional anger. I was a different type of anger. Yeah, it's it's more infuriating than it is sad mm-hmm. sad comes later for, for me right like i'm not sad in the moment in fact i'm a bit of a ghoul like when seeing sad auburn fan was tremendous fun it was just really fun to watch that thing snatched out of there because i don't care if alabama wins i don't care if auburn wins i just want chaos and that was about as chaotic as you're gonna find what if granted high school would have lost that game 
and you were there. You went to the high school. Your buddy's a coach. So I, st- I, I, I don't think I could just get in an emotional state mm. to cry over that. Angry, pissed, disappointed, Fight. frustrated, yeah. all those emotions, but not that. You know what I mean? That can't be right. We can't be doing the dump next, can we? <laughs> it is the dump. Oh, my goodness. The dump, Slee. The dump. It's 1145. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Slee. 710 ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an accident, call Sweet James. 1-800-9-MILLION. 1-800-900-0000. Because that call is the difference between you getting what you're entitled to, what you deserve, justice, basically, or getting, if anything, what the insurance company is offering you. And they're not trying to do what's right. They're trying to do what's right for them right? That's what Sweet James is going to make sure it doesn't happen. They're going to work with the insurance company in the settlement phase and get you what you're entitled to. And if not, they're going to go to trial. And when they go to trial, they win 98% of the time. And those trials, that's where the big numbers come from. So if you're hurt in an accident, don't call just anybody. Don't call just somebody that does this. Call somebody that does this the best. And that's what Sweet James is. Best attorneys in America is what they've been awarded. 1-800-9-MILLION. You can go online at sweetjames.com as well. It's a call I've made. It's a call my friends and family have made. It's the call I'm asking you to make. If you're hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, call the accident attorneys at Sweet James at 1-800-9-MILLION and sweetjames.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Because it's a combo plate and because we're doing the dump at 1151, I'm just going to throw in a late ask Slee because I meant to to do this in a different segment. I kept forgetting to do it, but it's too good of a question. And I want everybody's answer because I guarantee we all have answers for this. This is from John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. What are some of your favorite chores to do to hide while extended family members are visiting? Uh, I'm I'm cleaning. So like I'm hey, let me get your plate. Hey, can I get you something to drink? Hey, yes. Let me take the trash out real quick. It's like Not a real quick. You're gonna have to reline well, no. it. You're gonna have to take the trash to the street. Yeah. You're gonna have to tamp it down. For somebody not paying attention, <laughs> they're saying, "Wow, this guy is—he's everywhere. He's doing so many things. He's extremely busy." Somebody who's paying attention is saying, "This dude's just literally wasting time." Em, do you have a go-to? Hey, I gotta go do this to just disappear for twelve or fifteen minutes. Walk the dog. Great. Or one. I'll go run to the store and get that. Yeah. Whatever the yeah, random thing is, the ice, the butter, the the, uh-huh. whatever you need. That's number one on the list. Let me go get that for you and jump in the car. And the grocery store was packed, guys. Sometimes Sorry, it, it takes so 45 minutes to yeah. get a pound of butter. Sometimes yeah. it happens like that. Jorge, what about you? Hey, uh, the one going to the store, I like that one. I, I, I do that a lot. Uh, or the one where you said, you know what? I got to go to such and such's house because I, I loan them like whatever it is that. Yep. It's not true, obviously, but it's like, oh, he's got my cookie sheet or whatever. It is. I got to go pick it up. My favorite is, you know what? I'm going to go make sure all the drinks are cold in the and because we've got the <laughs> fridge in the garage, right? So you go out there and you basically just have a couple of beers standing in the garage w- until somebody comes looking for you. And go, yep, one. just finished up. My buddy, works <laughs> there's at a- nothing to do except for drink in the garage. My buddy has, a re- you know, he works at a restaurant. So I'm like, oh, I gotta go get ice from uh, from his ice machine. I'll be right back, and I I spend half. I change the oil in everyone's car. <laughs> Anything but sit there and talk about what you don't want to talk about, right? The Dodgers have made a uh, deal. They have signed a one year, nine million dollar deal with uh, outfielder slash designated hitter Jason Hayward. That, according to Kylie McDaniel, uh, Hayward was another one of those guys that the Dodgers 
you know, kind of hit the jackpot with that he was very inexpensive and he provided a good level of production. Uh, they bring him back, and I think perhaps most importantly, because he can play both counter corner outfield spots, it allows you to put Mookie at second base and at shortstop as frequently as you would like to. So you could put Hayward out there, you're not losing anything defensively, and he's still a pretty dangerous. You bat. said something earlier because we're, we're having the conversation. Hey, you know, would this have any effect on this that? And you said that isn't that crazy that. None of us still at any time. We could be sitting here and in a minute, Shohei Otani can sign somewhere, and no one has any idea of where he's going to go. Five, six, seven different teams. How it, maybe there's a random team that comes up. Is it a long term deal? Is it a short term deal? Is it based off of him having an opt out? We have no idea. Nothing. And and the Nothing. other player that's. Yamamoto, the other Japanese pitcher yep. who is going to come somewhere, mm -hmm. you wonder if Otani if that needs happens to go first, first or, or if, if Yamamoto goes first, is that team off the list as far as getting Otani? Mm -hmm. Because maybe with the exception of the Dodgers, I don't know if anybody could afford Yamamoto and Otani. That, that just seems like, even for a team like the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Mets or one of those teams that super deep pockets, that's a lot. But Jason Hayward coming back, I like it. Low dollar, low risk, and potentially high reward. It's a good for spot for him. It is a good spot. Yep. It, it based, he's another one of those guys they got for essentially nothing. Mm -hmm. We'll take. He was a non-roster invitee to spring training. He makes the team. And not just as like a, hey, we need an older guy that's a good character guy, been around, won the World Series, all these things. He played and played well yeah. and played frequently. And that's, you know, Syndergaard, they missed badly on that. But Martinez was a hit. Uh, uh, Hayward was a hit. They just land on those so frequently that's part of their arrogance is that they why would I pay top dollar for Bryce Harper when I can go get bargain JD Martinez? Well, and I think there's also players that they understand this stage of their career being part of the Dodgers is good for them as well, yep. right? Like it's not just good for the Dodgers, it's also good for them. Dolly Parton put on the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader outfit during her halftime performance, and I thought she looked great. I thought she did she a great a job. She was a topic of conversation, let's just say. Everywhere, right? Yeah, Everybody had an opinion, and it was one or the other, right? There was no, it was okay. It was Dolly rocked it, or what in the world is Dolly doing? I thought she rocked it. And what did you think? I thought it was fantastic. I also think that her versus Jack Harlow was a stark difference, and Jack Harlow looked like the burglar from Home Alone, as well as <laughs> my mom asked if that was Eminem. So I think Dolly Fair. was a, um, a solid choice for the other one. I thought Dolly... You're, you're on. Yeah, I thought Dolly was fantastic. And by the way... That doesn't work. Use the other Go one. The other oh, one, use the other one. Yeah, I thought Dolly was fantastic. And by the way, 77 years old, are you kidding me? She could be a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader right great. now. It's she amazing. So you had Dolly, you had Jack Harlow, and you had Ludacris swinging in from the ceiling at the Falcons and Stevie game Oki. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. What's that, M? Stevie Oki, I think, was the 49ers Seahawks. Oh, okay. But yes, Ludacris doing uh, move out the way. Steve Aoki, you ready? Gaucho. Really? Uh oh, yeah. oh I didn't Another know gaucho. I didn't He's got a pizza that. joint in Burbank, I, I think. I keep track. There's only like 10 of us that have accomplished anything, so I like to keep track of everybody. Umber sounds you've done. You've done great. I'm not. I'm, I'm like oh, 14th. No, I'm not on the top 10. You're way up the list. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> way up the list. Judge Wapner, Gwyneth Paltrow, oh, uh, Steve Juan. Aoki, Juan. Juan. Yeah. Yep. Juan and I... I think we probably. I know you probably did. Yeah, by the way, aren't you, aren't you approximately the same age as one? I don't even think. I think it's he's very forty nine. What are you? I'm fifty two. Okay, so yeah. he's a little younger than you. But, a little younger. Than but I'm sure you cross paths somewhere. Uh, 100% did buying did. drugs or something. <laughs> Wasn't so much a drug guy in school, but if there was he a was. keg, there was there. Travis was not too far. He behind. tried everything. All right, before we get to super cross, like, <laughs> let me tell you about Rotolo Chevrolet. Right. 13 years dealer of the year at Rotola Chevrolet. Think about it. Who wins MVP 13 years in a row? Nobody. Who wins the championship 13 years in a row? Nobody. Rotola Chevrolet does 13 years dealer of the year. Here's how they do it. They have selection like you're not going to believe. Every Silverado that you can possibly imagine. Model, color, they got you covered. Pricing, they're not going to get beat on pricing, but the customer service, second to none. That's what Mike Capozio does every single day, year after year after year, make you feel like you're the most important person when you come to Rotolo Chevrolet. Because to them, that's exactly what they are. It's transparent. It's courteous. It's efficient. It's upfront. You're going to love the way it goes for you at Rotolo Chevrolet. How do I know? I bought a car from Rotolo Chevrolet, and it's everything that you hear about. 
Go find out for yourself what all the fun is about at Rotolo Chevrolet, right off the 210 freeway, Sierra Avenue exit. You can go online as well at RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com, and tell them that Travis sent you. And now that I've talked to you about Rotolo Chevrolet, we should do a little super crosstalk. So Slee and I broke down our respective Thanksgiving. Yes. Emily went back to Virginia and had a successful Thanksgiving Very with her nice. family. Very Jorge's nice. was it was great. There was, was just Jorge, one what thing happened? missing. It, everything was cool except that we didn't have gravy. What the hell? Gravy. That's you don't what gravy I said. For Thanksgiving. The point of Thanksgiving. That's the yeah. whole thing, man. That's How did you wind up with no gravy? My mom decided not to buy any or make any, so, so she's like, you yeah, take no all that greasy stuff at the bottom and you mix it with some what is it? Corn? Yeah. Rue. So it's it's but it's butter flour or water and flour and you mix it together and that's what makes it come together. Yeah, make some friggin' roux. So, so guys, plan- don't get mad at him. It wasn't his choice. <laughs> my plan was to call out. I'm like, oh, if, if anything, uh, I'll call out because I got sick from the gravy. I'm like, wait, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna make no gravy. <laughs> How was yours? Uh, it was good. It was good. We uh, went to the restaurant. Juan's, right? Yeah, Juan's uh, family was in town, and we went to a Pricks Fix, um, <laughs> which you know is where all the courses are laid out prefix oh prefix sorry <laughs> well it's spelled pricks fix. i understand how it's okay. spelled um so anyway we go there and it was <laughs> it was much more expensive than i had anticipated oh okay and Were you picking up the tab for this tried was market like price? Cra- i have very oh. long arms was it a fight okay. it was a fight over who pays okay and in the end yeah we wound up losing oh he was just insistent one's uh parents and okay. they were insistent that they okay. pay okay. so in the end it was a really good deal but i felt bad that it was expensive i have a question, and that I have a question on that because i think how bad did you want to pay super bad Mm. What are you making that face for? Here's you think why. maybe I backed away? Here's I, why. I ter- you no, think no, I? No, 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 do you think I T Rexed? No, no, no. Here's here's why. Because anytime you're in a predicament like that, yes, you can't wait for the bill to come. You mean you've got to go back? You got to do the. You wait if you wanted. If you wanted. Yeah. If you said, look, this is there is no conversation here. Yeah. I'm paying for this freaking right, bill. Right. You go use the restroom when you're when you wherever you go. You go to the whoever your server is yep. and just say, "Hey, they're gonna fight. They're gonna try to make a scene. You're using this, this credit card. card, and the conversation That's is a over." Good plan. If you got to plan. the point where it's coming in the middle, that then becomes kind of an awkward, chaotic scene. Of right, but I was it. like, "Okay, let's split." And, yeah, and they were like, "No." We're picking up this tab. I'm like, uh, so, I felt bad about it. I, I, I should if I knew they were paying, I would have picked a less expensive place. Oh well, did you go uh, big on wine too? I'm not a big. I I had a mixed drink, but everybody else drank a lot of wine. Okay, yeah. That, so well, that's so it got really pretty. Heavy. It got it got it was a pricey. serious bill. Yeah. So all right, let we're, just the four of you. Just the four of us. Okay. Yeah. So the four of you are at dinner. The little tray with the bill comes. And yeah. A little envelope. Yeah. And they set it on the table. Do you immediately go for I it? I went for it. And, Where'd they put it? He's so quick. He's quick. His stepdad is so quick. So he got his hands like on it first. lightning fast. Okay, so he takes goes, got no, De'Aaron no, Fox Mace, out there. Does he call you Mace or does he call you Steve? <laughs> he calls me Steve. Okay, so he says, Steve, this one's on me. I really want to do it. Yeah, and I'm like, no, no, uh, Richard, at least let us pay. We invited you. Let us pay. I, I appreciate that's nice, but- I, I really would like to do yeah, this. Yeah, okay, let's you. go halves. We'll we'll pay for our, you pay for yours, we'll just split it down the middle. If that's what you did, then he did the right thing. That's you, the way you made I played. Two it. runs at it, you yep. tried yeah. to take the whole yeah. thing, you tried to split it. At that point, you can just drink I your wine. Plus, I, at one point I like wing the credit card in his direction, <laughs> hoping that that would get his attention. It's like zing. <laughs> wouldn't do it. He just wouldn't has an envelope of cash. He's just don't But it was a there. fantastic meal. That's good. I, it's, I bet. You had choice of entrees, you could either get the Turkey, which I got, the prime rib, Ooh. or sand dabs, because it was a seafood restaurant. And then with the sand dabs and everything, you got the uh, the dressing and the stuffing mm. and the sweet potato mm. and the mashed potatoes. And so you got to pick your entree. Fantastic. That Fantastic. And then, I don't know if you appreciate this or not. You probably will, Travis. Marscapone cheesecake. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you ever have mascarpone? No, I don't think I have. Oh, it's like what that really it's sweet thick. Italian cheese. Oh. It's very thick, and it's used to to bind oh, things together. It's so ter- good. It's terrific. I'm thinking, amazing. I'm like, my mouth is one. That's so it's good. Really good. So anyway, we is there any that. fruit on top of that cheesecake? Uh, little, little raspberry red, drizzle? A little raspberry, yeah, exactly. It was red. Right. Yeah. You were in the right spot. Oh, yeah. No, it was <laughs> good. It was you good. win. You win. So it was a great Thanksgiving. It's great. Do you guys, you guys good? 
Yeah, I mean, it was. We had twenty people to my house. That's which is crazy. And he was working, like I mean, basically working Wednesday and Thursday to prepare for Thanksgiving. Well, my mom came in, yeah, and and my mom did eighty percent of the work. So I was her sous chef. I was just kind of her assistant, but we knocked it out. It was pretty good. We had a very successful day. I sort of miss that whole. Wake up in the morning, smell the turkey, like all the oh, stuff yeah. that you do on Thanksgiving. I missed a lot of that uh, because, it, you know, it reminds me of when I used to go see my grandparents. And, of course. You know, my grandmother yeah. would make a turkey and my grandfather would slice it up. Awesome and, memories. Yeah, great memories, but I, I, nobody wants to make the turkey anymore. It's not... It, well, my mom's know, okay. like 82. She's like, I'm done with that. Here's the thing. And I... It's not as hard. Like, I did it with my mother, yeah. right? And she's like, well, here, salt and pepper, a little oil here, right over here, right? pop it. And then you just baste it every few minutes. It's You're not, saying it's easy? It's it's not easy. It's time-consuming, yes. but it's not difficult. What if they just, what if you guys just buy the turkey? That You know, you get places that will prepare the turkey. You mean like uh, you go there and you get the turkey partially done in all the sides and do that thing? Because they have still, that deal. You could still do Gilson's it. Does that. You could still do it at home. You could still. You guys can make all the sides. But if nobody wants to just make the turkey, you can find a place that will make yeah. the turkey. By the way, Gelson's is a racket. Oh yeah, that place is a racket. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty nice store. Ser- no, they're really nice stores. But man, you're paying for their oh, yeah. real estate, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are. Everything. They are expensive. They're like, aren't there's they a, second a, to Erewhon? Would they be second to Erewhon? Are uh, they? Yeah. Are they Gelson's? ahead? Huh? You think Gelson's? Yeah, Gelson's, you, you're getting After tagged at a Gelson's. Yeah. Gelson's more or less expensive than Bristol Farms. S- same. I would same. Say, I'd, yeah. they're, they're on the same level. Okay. Gelson's actually has a cover charge. There's a cover <laughs> charge to pay. you got cover parking. The, yeah. Here's how you know they're at Gel- the shopping carts are nice. Yeah, like they, they ride. They don't have that one wheel that spins. No, you don't it's, have the bum have wheel. cruise control, you know, power power brakes. There's yeah. a, the there's a technician just fixing carts out there, just <laughs> yeah. making sure. What's wrong with that wheel? On the, the lift. He's got it. He's underneath the whole thing. So, Mace, here, take uh, me through this. Yes. Take me through where you are. Let me tell you oh, where I am. Okay. I am. Uh, oh, is this Rams? It is. Oh, good. In the hunt. Very much in the hunt. Yes. Very much in the hunt. And I really do think if they win on Sunday against Cleveland, I think they make the playoffs. Me too. Because they need to beat New Orleans, Washington, and the Giants at that point. You don't have to beat the Ravens. You don't have to beat the 49ers. If you beat Cleveland and then beat New Orleans, Washington, and the Giants. You're at nine wins. That's at nine wins, and I think nine wins. Nine is in. Nine is in. Or, or... Is Arizona just that bad? Well, Arizona's terrible. <laughs> they I, are. By bad. the way, for whatever they, they reason, bad. the Rams wreck Arizona every single nine time. Nine in a row in mm-hmm. Arizona. He is ten and two in against Arizona, Arizona so far yep. in his uh, career. Yep. And Kyler Murray has been terrible against the Rams Dreadful. every single game. Um, I thought. I mean, the Rams obviously played a great game. And Bergman is going to point out. Yeah, they only beat teams in their division, but they also beat Indianapolis, uh, which is now looking like That's a playoff their team. Only win out of division. Out yeah. of division but mm-hmm. they're india is six win. and five it's they're they're pretty good yep um and i think if you look at that schedule i can definitely see a path um and i i think they are gonna make i and cleveland looks very beatable to me with uh, you know, with their quarterback I, situation I, the, the, the thing that scares me and al pointed this out is i think they'll be miles garrett is banged up dtr is banged yeah. up amari cooper's banged is dtr up. gonna play i he had a we'll concussion see. he we got don't know. absolutely annihilated yeah, he yesterday did. But it's those three games that you've – it's the New Orleans, yep. it's Washington, and it's New York. To have to run the, – the, the Rams aren't good enough to just put – okay, they're going to win that one for sure. Right. They're, every game Everyone is going to be really tight, tight. And I see them stubbing their toe in one of those There's a story. There's a story with every Rams game. You could say Geno Smith doesn't get hurt. They're not beating Seattle. You could say, oh, well, Arizona's just awful. However, they're in the mix. Yeah. You're 11 games in. They are – and, you know, it's funny when you see that in the hunt – where they're are you also? At the bottom. Where I was just going to say, <laughs> yeah, where they're, also? They're in the teams, middle. Right. Where also are you in the hunt? Right. Are you and at by, the bottom or are you up top? And they're towards. And the now top. we know what teams to root against. Like Minnesota tonight. Tonight, tonight yep. we want Minnesota to lose. Yep. Any game that we can get Green Bay to lose is critical. They play Kansas City on. There Sunday. you go. The 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 because we lose the, the tiebreaker to Green Bay. We do, but we win the tiebreaker with Seattle. We do. Cappy, are you there? 
I thought we had ca- no, no, no cap. No, well, I thought we had Cappy too. No, that's Sorry. all right. He's coming out. <laughs> to see Did who? By did. the way, here you guys benefit from the combo plate, right? For, this is our first combo plate. Yeah, first com- first. And this week you get a couple of we combo get one plates. T- uh, Wednesday, yeah, as well. Nice. We get one Wednesday. As nice. Well. So you get that very t- combo plate is to get everybody on. You know what I'm saying? You get everybody. And by the way, this is a huge week. First of all, today's Million Dollar Monday. Yep. And on top of that, we are doing Fifth Row Fridays this week. Wow. Which means that everything we say on today's show, tomorrow, and through the rest of the week, uh, if you know all five answers when we do this Friday at 3.30, I check that, it's going to be 2.30, uh, you can win a pair of tickets in the fifth row at a Lakers so game. So I'm just saying that if I'm a Mason and Ireland listener, yeah. you might want to know that the three options at your Thanksgiving were turkey, sand dabs, or prime rib. Exactly. Those, that are, would, those are the sorts that's of things the that you need to kind of question. Exactly. To. Who did Juan have in the survivor pool? Same as you, man. Had Baltimore. Okay, had, no, I didn't have Baltimore. Oh, who'd you have? No, I'm I'm tonight Minnesota. Vikings. Oh, you have Minnesota. There's three people that have Minnesota. Oh no, they won last night. Yeah, yeah, Baltimore's yeah. Baltimore. Baltimore's it, alive. We've advanced, or he has advanced. If uh, not, the alternate. No, picks no, he's advanced. he's advanced. He's advanced. He's making the picks. He's got the final pick. It's his name on the entry. One person is out from this from this week. So mm-hmm. now you're down to seven players. If Minnesota loses tonight to Oof. Chicago, that's three more people gone. So Juan is is Juan a split the pot sort of guy? Or is he all? He's in? a split. Okay. Yeah. He's he's not going to push it by the way the games get really tough at this point you've used all the good teams teams. yeah you're gonna have to take a it's gonna be a like we we thought about taking the rams this week the rams Rams. have been a great pick this week against arizona for sure cappy are you there this time (laughs) how was thanksgiving cap oh man it was awesome yeah 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 probably probably the best thanksgiving i can ever remember really seriously yes sir better than jorge's which was gravyless no gravy, huh? No. Jorge no gravy for Jorge. Why is that? His mom just decided not to make she it. She refused. Yeah, yeah she's uh, something against the gravy corporation. She's anti-gravy. Yeah. She's anti-big big gravy. gravy. Yeah. Exactly right. You yeah. know, Mace, I'm pro-big gravy. You are you pro-big gravy? You know that I am. You are. You're at you know, all, the big, all the big guys you're in favor yeah, of. I'm in big favor oil, of big gravy. Big pharma. <laughs> big, <male>. big gravy. <laughs> <laughs> what made it so good, Cappy? Why was it such a home run? You know what? Uh, thanks for asking, Trav. To be honest, it was because my son came home from college. My two daughters came home from college, and my father and my mother came out from Florida. Charlie came out. Happy's pappy. Because my my dad, I don't know if I told you guys, my dad had this weird thing about two months ago where he's playing pickleball, Mace. Yep. And he um, had something, some sort of heart condition, like happened from out oh, of nowhere. Oh, you're kidding me! Wow. Right. And and spent like a week in the hospital. Oh. And the and the way my father tells the story, he's a little bit dramatic. He's like, you know. The doctors said to me, I was about five minutes away from being dead. Wow. <laughs> Had I not come to the emergency room, I'd be dead right now. In fact, my dad's comment was, I almost bit the big one. That's that's what he told me. <laughs> almost bit isn't the it, big one. Isn't it bite the bullet? <laughs> I don't know, man. He told me because I almost bit the big one. Bit the dust. Yeah. Bit the dust. Right. Bite the bullet. Bite the bullet. Bite the big one is Bite the big else. one is a different yeah. one. Yeah. Morales <laughs> would have a field day. He told me, he goes, he goes, I almost bit the big one. So yep. so I, I forced my parents to fly out from Florida. Very nice. That's nice. I forced Very all nice. my kids to come home from college. Yeah. And we did for the first time ever like a full-blown, I hosted, I've never hosted really before, full-blown Thanksgiving. Wow. That sounds Go great. for you. That's awesome, man. Well, we'll we'll definitely talk about it. So a combo play today. So it's, Cappy, you and me mm-hmm. until 2.30, I think, 2:30. today, right? We yeah. never really know the schedule. Like, we all act like we do, but we don't. I write it all out, and then I forget it. Yeah. I'm like, I write, and then Bergman sends me a link and says, it's all here all along, and mm-hmm. it turns out to be all there all along. Travis Lee, you, you guys, though, had good Thanksgivings? I, I just wanted I, Trav, I heard about mom was here. Yeah, mom mom was a rock star. She she did the vast majority of it. We hosted it at my house. We had about 20 folks. Wow. Uh, and everybody had a good time, and everybody ate a ton. And so it was, it was I don't know if it's the best Thanksgiving ever like yours, but it was right up there. Nice. It was, it was a very, very successful day. Slee, were you with Mrs. Slee? Uh, Cappy, I was in El Cajon oh, and nice. doing the uh, beautiful El Cajon Half Thanksgiving, half Middle Eastern. Right. So, so this is everybody the, the Chaldean kinda, version of Thanksgiving dinner. Which I gotta say, it's going more towards a regular Thanksgiving. Oh, really? So I gotta. 
So like, what we got to take a step back. What were the Middle Eastern? I was going to say, I think we have to. What were the Middle Eastern foods that mixed in with turkey dinner? So there's a white rice and a yellow rice. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then there's this really, really good curry style Mm. soup that has Mm. chunks of beef in it, potatoes that goes on the rice. Does that have a name? Uh, Kadi. Kadi. Kadi is what it's called. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that, that that is uh, that's part of the mix, mm-hmm. and then everything else there. More desserts are more Middle Eastern. Yeah. So baklava, 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 oh, God. baklava, like baklava so yeah. good. Yeah. So which good. for dessert, Cappy? Um. Oh. Oh. This is like perfect. This is. I, I said my mother's going to go back to Boca del Vista Phase Four and go. So, darling. Did you have the Costco pumpkin pie? <laughs> the Costco pumpkin pie is unbelievable. The Costco pumpkin pie feeds is forty. Fa- you know, my son, he's doing very well. You know, he works for ESPN in Los Angeles. I'll have you know, my son's doing very well. We got the Costco pie. <laughs> I love that. That's the determinant, the and then just lets factor. it sit there, right? Because the <laughs> Costco pie the is about two feet diameter. It's the size right? of an Huge. extra large pizza. Two yeah. Feet it, <laughs> It really it's yeah, like an extra large pizza. Yeah. And it's not expensive either. It's well, like it's Costco. No, it's not. Nothing's expensive. Yeah, it's, it's like I've never been to Costco. <laughs> That's right. I've, I've never, never been I've ne- I'm not a member. See what you're missing. Oh my God, I need to I need to know somebody to get into Costco, right? Let me know. I will take you on a Costco date. <laughs> we will go have a one. Dude, we'll get time. gas, we'll get our car washed. <laughs> Buy coffee. Samples. Will there be samples <laughs> oh, involved? All- Buy a heating Sample. and AC unit, then go and get uh, a coffin. Cheese it's a coffin. <laughs> you can buy coffins. Yeah. Oh, you can. No, Trav, you can't. You Trav, 100% the, can. Wait a minute. You can buy a coffin at coffins, Costco. Yes. You can buy coffee. What aisle is that? <laughs> it's at. Right? <laughs> I know the answer. It's as you're checking out. It's where the washers, dryers, and all the heavy appliances are. Yeah. And the coffin washers, display. dryers, yep. and w- coffins? window blinds right. and coffins. There's an actual coffin display. Yes. They're, now they're mini I don't coffins. Know if I knew they're that. not full size. I don't know what do you mean I they're mini? Co- well, who's going to fit in a mini coffin? <laughs> but it's just a display coffin. Oh, so it's oh. like yeah, you can you get just this full person size. in yes. half. Yeah, yeah, no, they, you <laughs> yeah, get you a full size coffin, <laughs> but they don't have like a, a lineup of coffins. It. It's wow. here. Are you the can sample finishes. the coffins. Yeah, I'm here for the pumpkin pie and a coffin, please. Trav, you got to take Mace to the to the Costco and San Juan Cap, the one that's got the really great car wash. That does have a good car wash. I'm a I'm a regular visitor. Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine, and it's a good car wash. Oh wow, it's that's a good cool. Car wash. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out, that's what a hamburger is all about.